ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. And boy, oh boy, do we got a full house tonight. We got, what, six of us here and two dogs. Not to make fun of anybody. (laughs) Peter. And two cats. And two cats, but the cats are inside because we got smart about it because they go nutty. And and the one dog hasn't seen the cat before. So we've got myself. We've got my lovely wife, Peter. What? My lovely... Oh, God. I'm trying to get everybody's... I'm thinking of you. Then I was going to go him... Yeah, anyways, so Sarah's here, Tim's here, Peter's here, Coleman's here, and Carly is here. There, that's that's everybody's here. Carly's first time, Coleman's fourth time, Tim's sixth time? Third time. Your third time. This okay, is my third time, yeah. Peter's 99th. <laughs> Sarah's Seriously, only that high? Well, we do, we're, we're do, averaging about 19 episodes a season, give or yeah, take. Yeah, so, so 18 and... Well, 18 times 4. 18 times 4. Uh, that's like, okay. And you haven't been in all of them, but that that's a good I number. Nope. Oh, wow. Nope. Seems like it. We we didn't have you on for gender reassignment. But that's okay. I didn't put myself down for that either. <laughs> that's good. Because who... No, we didn't do that one. Oh, see, Sarah's paying attention. Oh, you didn't do one? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just making crap up. No, this evening we are going to be talking about pets because we've all had a hundred of them. At least I know I've had a hundred of them. Um, And uh, I don't want to put Carly on the spot right away because that's mean. But, um, hey, Coleman, tell us about your dog. Why not? Well, I have a dog. He's a nine-year-old Pomeranian Chihuahua cross. Little gray and tan guy. And he's probably the most assertive little character I've ever met. Very, yeah. (laughs) He knows who he is and definitely likes it his way. Uh, likes other pets? Um, or or he's the only one that's allowed to exist? Pretty basically. Yeah. Yeah, whenever he, him and Duncan don't get along. Sounds like little dog syndrome. Um, no, he's just a bully. Oh. <laughs> he's just a bully. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, I can't really keep him. I can't trust him around alone with a cat. Because oh, wow. he is a killer. He does kill mice in my apartment. Oh. Yeah, my building has mice. It's just, we have a dirt floor basement. Why wouldn't we have mice? But it's a hundred-year-old building. Yeah. But um, typical Hamilton walk-up, right? And yeah, he kills mice for sure. Nice. He rips the heads off. Huh? Yeah. Uh, it's a bonus till you got to clean it up. Now, I'm not have, a fan of cleaning up headless mice. Have you mice, always but... had pets growing up? Yes, I'd have. Yeah? Yeah, uh, I always grew up with dogs and cats. I okay. uh, did have hamsters, but they bit me one and then I never wanted bit me and i never wanted another hamster oh. again um we had rabbits okay they were pretty cool but they had to kept, be kept in a pen my mother wouldn't allow them in the house and rabbits can be indoor pets you can have them in the house you can train them to go in a certain spot and yeah but oh. but yeah i always have pets <coughs> dogs cats and i've had two dogs of my own and one cat <coughs> nice yeah what about you peter we we gotta know you got actually let's go to tim first because you got that one extra that no one else has. Yeah, yeah. Tim, uh, what kind of pets do you have currently? I 
I yeah. have one. No, I get have one cat. Uh, right now, she's 15 years old. Um, I just lost my dog, who was a minpin. Closer. Who was a minpin named uh, Zoe Bell. Right. Uh, I had to put her uh, to rest um, in October. Yeah. 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 Uh, she was uh, 15 years old. Uh, we all knew her. She was a sweetie. Yeah. Uh, actually, the the same time yours went, what was it? Three other dogs. Uh, Carly's, Carly's dog, who's here? And this is the new one, and her mom and dad's. Sarah's mom and dad's. And it comes in threes, hopefully. So that's over. That yeah. stint, you know. Yeah. Uh, did you always grow up with pets? Yeah, yeah. I had a a couple wiener dogs. You know, the long haired uh, dash hounds. Uh, brandy and sneakers. Sneakers. Yeah, yeah, both females. Uh, and uh, then I had a Coleman couple pugs. I had a couple Chinese pugs. They're like my favorite breed now. Um, and then I had Zoe. Nice. So nice. Five, five dogs in my life. I gotta talk about friends. Six dogs. Six dogs. Forgive me. That's right. I had. Prince, who was the grandson of the first pug that I owned. So, no, that's still five. That's two pugs. Yeah. I just wanted his name in there. Yeah. You just wanted his name in there. You remember Prince, right? Uh, no, I don't think I do. No. Hey, Sarah, tell, tell us about growing up with balls of goo with legs. I can't talk about my brother like that. <laughs> Are you talking about Dozer? <clears throat> Just all the 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 bassets in general. Oh well, the first the first family basset belonged to my grandparents. It was his name was Hugo, and he was a, from the Champion line. His dad father's name was uh, Hugo the Red, and he was a um, yeah he was a blue is it blue ribbon that's first blue ribbon winner at uh, kennel clubs. Um, Hugo was 14 and I was four when he passed, but I remember him. He used to have like big drooly shoelaces of, of stuff coming down from his mouth. It was really gross. Um, and he used to chase my mom when she was like growing up there and nip at her heels. Whenever she got out of bed, he'd chase her to the bathroom, but basically biting her ankles. He was a little shit apparently. And he used to hump my grandmother's pink house coat. <laughs> it was always the pink house coat. You could put a different house coat on. He wouldn't care. But if it was the pink one, he was on it. So how many pets have you had? <clears throat> um, me personally, shit. Uh, Dozer, Libby, Rosie, Maddie, Dora, Kylo. I'm at about eight, nine, maybe. I don't really include Delilah because she wasn't really my pet. I had a cat that would hump anything red. My a cat, cat Fred. <laughs> yeah, if it was red, a red blanket, a red shirt. He'd hump it for some reason. Your cat, Fred, would hump things that are red. Were red. Had to be red. Nothing else. Just red. We're, 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 we're about to no, Dr. Seuss No, seriously. Seuss. I had yeah. this cat. He was my first pet, pet when I moved out. I moved. Got a, my full-time nursing job in Toronto. So I moved to Toronto. I, my friend said, you need a cat. So I went and I said, fine, I'll get a cat. I don't care. So I went to Humane Society, Toronto Humane Society, got this cat. He had his back to everybody. He wouldn't look at anybody. And I went up and I went, hey. And he rolled over and went, Burr. And I go, well, I guess he's mine. Uh, uh, so I took him home. 
And yeah, anything red. I found that out very quickly. Were you wearing a red shirt that day? I don't know what it was. Because that, that's a good question. you got to come yeah. to the hard facts, Carly. It, if it was one. red, it was he'd hump it. Red pillow, anything. And no. He was neutered and everything. <laughs> this cat was... This cat was weird. He was my gypsy cat, though. He went everywhere with me. Okay, so now we got Carly. We obviously know you currently have one dog. At least with you. She's chilling really good. We're not sure what she is, right? We are not. So I have Fozzie Bear here. And uh, she's a complete mutt. They're thinking... she's So she's 10 months old. And they're telling me she's great. Dane, Australian Shepherd, and Plot Hound mix. And oh my goodness, growing up, because my family is, my parents are divorced, so we had, I had so many dogs growing up, not my own personal, but family dogs. Uh, German Shepherds, Chester, Penelope, uh, Harley, Jake. And then some Rottweilers. Tell us why you didn't like Harley. <laughs> Harley. Well, my mother named her German Shepherd Harley. And my name, of course, is Carly. And it, it was so confusing. She would call the dog, Harley, come, Harley, come, Harley. And I'd be like upstairs, what? And not you, the dog. So it was very confusing. Um, and then I grew up, got married, and... Uh, we got a mixed breed dog. Uh, she was a hound, something cross, possibly spaniel. Her name was Jenny, and she was an amazing dog. Um, and she obviously passed quite traumatically. Then we had, she was about nine, and then we also got a Shih Tzu with Jenny when Jenny was middle-aged his name's Gizmo and he's still alive and then we got a treeing walker coon hound uh, puppy at eight weeks old named Moose and that's a whole other podcast on its own uh, yeah Moose was in um, a book a complete guide to the tree walker coonhound he was featured in calendars yeah he was a beautiful dog and i had to put him down at three years old for aggression uh and it was yeah it was uh probably one of the most one of the most traumatic experiences it was it was uh, horrible we tried everything medication so much medication um i i couldn't work with this dog, I couldn't do anything with, like, I, he was always had to be with me because I couldn't place him anywhere. I couldn't yeah. put him in a daycare. I couldn't, because he was so aggressive and very unpredictable aggression. Um, so that was the hardest part. But, um, so we put him down at three. Um, Why do we do that with some people? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, aggressive people out there were like, oh, well, you know, they just, yeah. But, well, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was, the thing with Moose was it was so, like, he, a bit, not just me, but he would attack me. He would go up and show you affection. And then he would bite you. Like, and not just one bite. It was like, and he was a big dog. It was, it was, 
like he would corner me and just attack me and I just had to take it till he was done. There are cases of animals with mental illness, right? Yeah. So there's some dogs born down syndrome. I had no idea that dogs could be born with down syndrome. I thought that was a human thing. I had no idea. But yeah, so there are dogs who, there are animals, horses too, that have mental illnesses. Yeah. Alrighty, Peter. Your turn. What kind of, or, uh, we obviously know you have Duncan because he's here most times when we're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he farts all the time and makes us gag a little bit, but we love him still. Come on. So a good life. You've had fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, Duncan, I've had Duncan for 15 years. They estimated he was two years old when I got him. So he's now coasting on 17 years. So, so he's doing really good and he's showing, you know, he may be old, but he's not slowing down. Right. You know, and he's got, you know, he got, he has a respect for his age because he knows, Matt, he aims it at you. He knows that you have to respect it for him. Oh, yeah, he me every time I'm older. Yeah, and that's because he's older and he knows you've got to He waits until I'm sitting there with my mouth agar and and just lets it rip so that I can taste it too. Like, it's disgusting. And the beautiful thing about Duncan is um, Duncan, you know, to use the terms, Duncan is a pure beta. He has no desire whatsoever to be the alpha at all. But man, as a beta, he is good. And as a second in command, it, it, it really is an awesome pairing between the two of us. So um, it's just, yeah, our personalities click so well. And not only that, right? Um, like I said, when I got him, he was two years old. I got him off the street. I don't know if he was lost. I don't know what happened. I don't know his history. But I was out walking my other dog at the time, Merlin. Another story. Um, and, um, but, uh, so anyways, and he starts joining us on our walks and this is like throughout the middle of winter and, you know, he comes out of a park, but where we're walking by and the moment we got back to that park, he would go in. I finally figured out that, you know, he, this is a street dog. I tried to find their owner. No one came forward. So six months later, after having brought him home, he became my dog. Right. Yeah. So that's how I met him too, because I think I was at your place at the time. Yeah, yeah, it would have been right around. Yeah. So uh, if not so, that very day, then it was like the next day. So Duncan is my pride and joy. Well, saved him. Uh, well, he saved me in a lot of ways too. I'm gonna be honest, with people. So growing but, up, a lot of pets growing up. Um, I don't remember. Well, there is a part of my life, and that's uh, back in Kingston when there was no pets. <laughs> but after Kingston, pets were always in it, and oh, the number of pets. And, and being from a large family, one of eight kids, um, I guess the thing is, they're just always there and they were spread around us all. But at the same time, there were certain ones in growing up that were kind of yours, right? Yeah. Joey, which was a little, God knows what he was, was we were like, looked like a little chihuahua, I was saying, but had like, oh man, just a fierce little runner and everything, right? And to Joey, Joey always knew that it was nobody but everybody, right? Like everybody, you know, love me, just love me, right? Um, and the good story about uh, Joey is we're out in the country and us stupid kids get ourselves <laughs> caught in a cow pasture by the bulls and we're stuck up a tree. And it's Joey who leads the bulls away so we can escape. So anyways, but yeah, lots of lots of pets. For me, two main ones. Um, well, three main ones, but I won't go into Kazan because I'll cry. 
and I don't want to talk about it on a mic right now. Um, but uh, there's Bobby, or for Roberta, my bobcat, little kitty. Um, and ripe old age of some 23-year-old for a cat. And, oh, man. Loved her from the day she came in, and she loved me just as hard. Uh, she was one of the two animals that broke the rules and slept with me at night after mom checked on us, right? And Bobby went to my head, and Kazan would come to my feet. But then there was Benji. Wow, it took my parents six months to tell me that he had passed away because uh, they were afraid of the depression I would go into. So in, in any ways, in that way, it was really, really great. But Benji was my dog. Benji, you know, is the, you know, that whole thing of the boy and his dog, that's me. Twelve, we get him. I grow up. I go off to university and college and stuff. I get a job. I come back, see him only on weekends. Good, healthy, long life, right? Age just got the best of him. Um, but he was, you know. I would drive, I would come back from university and the front, before I even said hello to my parents, I would open up the passenger door. Benji would come flying in and jump on the seat beside me. I'd buckle him in and we'd go for a drive. Yeah. And, and, there's, and everyone in the family just simply knew that was what you did. So, but odd animals, right? I'm going to save the, the one, the last one, the last. I've yeah. got to say my mother had a really weird one. Uh, we rescued my younger brothers and sisters, because I was out of the house by the time, <laughs> rescued a gooseling, right, whose parents had been lost, right? Um, Maximilian. And Maximilian bonded with my mother. And when it came time to migrate, he left. And the next season, for the next 10 years, he came back. And even brought his family, right? And always recognized mom. So that's just like Maximilian. <laughs> I always remember. And now, now everyone's waiting for Kim Sal. Oh, Kim Sal. Mm. So Kim Sal is a pot-bellied pig, and she came fully equipped with an attitude <laughs> to boot. Um. When I met Peter was right at the end of Kim Sao's life. Like, I came to his place one day, he had a potbelly pig. I come the next day, he's got a coon hound or a tree hound. Or, yeah, that was Merlin. Yeah. And, and that was Merlin. So, um, yeah, it's weird. Like, you go to people's house, you expect a dog or a cat or whatever, right? You don't expect this thing to go up to you and go... <laughs> the hell was that and i looked down i'm like oh that's a pig like yeah what what the yeah it just comes up and starts sniffing at my shoe and i'm like oh man that was actually one of that that was actually one of the best compliments i ever got whenever i uh uh walked kim's out was a woman came up to me and said i just have to tell you you have the ugliest looking dog i've ever seen and i said good it's a pig. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, Kim Sao. Uh, I got Kim Sao as a piglet, a month old. I'm not going to say anything about the breeder and credentials or whatever, right? But they said she was weaned, and I don't think she was. And I almost lost her the very first night I had her. I sat up with her with bread and milk and a rabbit bottle. And... Uh, taught her to eat and she picked it up so quick so quick they're so smart 
they're so incredible as animals and um oh i miss her so much i really do you I can't really get do. weepy we're not oh yeah i'm trying not gotta, to i'm trying not to but we gotta but, oh, but you, you gotta understand in our life she went uh for a very short time in her life we actually and that was before the laws really started getting into question about pot belly pigs in the city but we we would go on tour and we actually visited grade schools with kindergarten and junior kindergarten and grade one children within the city who never seen a pig <coughs> and um <clears throat> she was wonderful with them right uh she used to when she would be near and i could tell the kids i could tell them now what you're going to see is if she gets nervous she's going to go hide behind me and they looked at me with a question mark of course they're smart enough to know this pig is like you know two and a half feet long wide and behind my legs you know huge parts going to be sticking at one side or the other right and yeah she thinks she's hidden right <laughs> but that's our clue right that you know she's scared right and i also said and all you have to do to make sure that nothing goes wrong is you just keep a path so if she gets frightened she'll always go to the opening to get away from everything that's going to be her first thing so we always kept a path in the middle but oh she loved kids and she played with them and they interacted and it was such an amazing time and she so loved being out in the public um and then the laws changed with the laws came the question of suddenly she couldn't have walks anymore um uh there i have to just be honest with you they're such a beautiful animal i have the never restrictions to even living in an apartment like uh, people would say pets are allowed and then you let them know that that you have a pig and they're like oh sorry not your pet yeah yeah well it did became a question of where we could go and when we did right as a matter of fact i even was given a and and scariest one of the scariest days of my life is i came home from work and on my door from in the city of toronto um animal authority right is a 24-hour um remover or deceased file or whatever they call it basically i had 24 hours to get her out of the city or to kill her right um and that i that turned out to be a, a fraudulent form that it, it, it turns into a huge thing about the good outside out of the story is that she became grandfathered correctly under the law with animal authority so now it's like and there was no problem and that made things a little bit easier at least they allowed you to grandfather her in oh yeah you right. know again, at least, you know again, they remember being i've had her it. since she was a month old i was always her original and only owner yeah right yeah. she never went to that's 16 years of my life um well, and, and also they're and trying some to, of my darkest moments too, and it's her that pulled me out. Well, they're trying to crack down on people, you know, just making farms out of these kind okay, of pets, well, right? And a hundred percent. And so to the people knowing out there, that you're the one and only owner she's ever um, had, and you've had no others. Understand to anyone who's thinking about this, and this is something important. Yeah, she, they're pigs, and that means that they're going to be the size, at minimum, of a fairly large mid-sized dog. And about the weight of a large dog, right? They um, are wonderful companions, but I will not deny that there's not a single day in our 16 years that she did not challenge me as an alpha. But that's a pig thing. That's how they do it, right? You got to hold on to the alpha every day. And the moment it is, like it came to us, it's like, okay, all right, push. All right, okay, you win. All right, you know. 
well, by the end of the 16 years, right? And um, uh, regrettably, um, she did pass away. Not, not well, she passed away because of H1N1. Um, she contracted it. 48 hours later, she was dead. There was nothing I could do. I know you hate the other term, but um, other I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. If people yeah. need to know it, they can look it up. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, okay. yeah, we'll leave it at that. If you don't know the other term, then. Um, so, anyhow, um, uh, but at the same time, I've learned so much about life. And if I'm going to end talking about Kim Sao, I'm going to talk about one thing. Um, although they're a complicated creature to have, and they are large, and they do require a large amount of responsibility and entertainment. Remember, they're very, very intelligent. Got to keep them busy. You do. You do. And I could go on with stories about just how <coughs> examples of how intelligent she was, right? Um, but she taught me so much. And when you talk about that whole thing about animals and unconditional love, Right? There's something you need to know about pigs when they show affection. And one of it is, is the way they stand. When you look at the herd, it looks like they're just standing there side by side. And they're actually not. They're leaning in to each other. Right? And Kim Sao and I, when we stood together, we actually tilted towards each other. And when we did that, if one of us moved, the other fell. It was such a thing of trust. It was that perfect balance. Um, and when she wanted to really show how much she appreciated me, she would rub her snout against my arm, up and down, and all the time exhaling and inhaling very, very quickly. Until she, I can't explain it. It's like she created a seal. Kind of like if you've ever like worked a, with gauge blocks. It was that tight. Like a like a suction? Yeah. yeah. And But then she would hold it. Oh. And grip it with her nose, Give right? Me a that, that beautiful, beautiful nose of hers, which can do anything. Trust me, God, right? Fun. It's like a hand. Anything? Right? Yeah, well, we're not going there. But, Maybe but at the same time, you have to. No footnote. She would hold that, and she's not breathing, right? Huh. When she does that, right? Beautiful, beautiful. But anyways, yeah. Beautiful creatures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful creature. Excellent thing. And I'm sorry if I brought it down because I'm going to be honest with you. If you want to go into hilarious things about her, we can talk about the trail of rice flour. Well, there's there's one important thing that everybody who hasn't owned a pig wants to know, and that's have you ever fed her bacon? She loves it. <laughs> there you go. We so would used to joke about it being grandma. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that went dark quick. Pigs will eat each other. Yes, they are. They are. They are they're opportunistic. And they are omnivorous. They can eat anything. Okay, so I've probably outnumbered all of you if I combine a couple of you. Um, oh, here comes the M's. Oh god, not yet. I'll try and eat you into it. So we'll start with the things I've had the least of. I had three turtles, uh, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo. <laughs> I didn't get a fourth, so I couldn't finish it. So I uh, had them. I'm not even sure how they 
weren't about, but I was pretty young then. But when I was first born, my parents had a black cat and a German Shepherd. The German Shepherd was kind of like Dora was with River. Um, really, like if I cried, the dog went and got the parents kind of, you know, lassie kind of thing, right? Uh, apparently, I used to try... <laughs> Oh no, there goes Matt again. <laughs> uh, apparently I used to try and ride him all the time like a horse. You know, the Lone Ranger was pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um the cat the cat's name was Bitch or her full name was the Black Bitch. Can't say that. No, well, it was the times. That, that cat's been dead for over 38 years, so I think we're okay. But to call the cat in at night, my mom used to have to stand on the black back of, oh god, on the back of the apartment and yell, "Come here, bitch!" She didn't need the front part; she could just say "bitch" because they're. Just, but imagine standing out back going, "Bitch, bitch, come here, bitch!" You know, it doesn't look good. But uh, the German Shepherd's name was Luki, so we were good that way. Oh, Sarah needs something. So. In Hamilton View, you yell, come here, bitch. All the hookers flock to your front door. <laughs> Ouch. Anti-Hamilton. Boo. Well, my my mom told a story one time when she was calling the cat and two older ladies went walking by and she actually had to apologize. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm not talking to you. I'm calling my cat. So, Lukey ended up dying, obviously, because they do. Uh... Bitch, I don't even remember. So that was probably for the best. Uh, we ended up getting a new dog by the name of Dusty. He ended up biting my friend and we had to put him down. Uh, yeah, he, he just didn't have a good temperament. Just never got along with anybody. It wasn't a switch thing like Moose. It was, it was just he just never got along with anybody. Uh, I think it was my dad mainly trying to replace Lukey. Because he had Lukey since he was a pup and that kind of thing. And I can understand that. Um, then at one point we were at home watching TV. And a guy, a guy came to our door and said he was moving. And where he was going he couldn't take the cat. And the cat was pregnant and he didn't want to just throw her out in the street. Do we want this cat? So we took the cat in. Her name was Snowball, which was appropriate because the Simpsons were huge at the time, right? Yeah. And it was a pure white cat. So, like, you know. So, uh, Snowball, one of the stories of her, um, one of us kids ended up spilling coffee on her either shortly after she had the kittens or while she was still pregnant with them. I'm not sure which way it went because it was a long time ago. This is the 80s, kids. Um, <laughs> so then when she did have her kittens... We sold most of them to the pet store and we kept one. And the one we kept was Max and he was the short fat guy. You know, like he wasn't like shorter in length really, but he, he was the fat guy. You know, so I'm like, mom, I want the fat guy. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Why? Because he's puffy. <laughs> She's like, okay, we can have the fat guy. And he ended up being this long hair, pure white. Uh, much like Lucy, but white. Gotcha. All white, like pure white. The only thing that was a different color on him was he had a little black pattern on his nose. Oh, cool. 
everything else was white. And that's how we identified him yeah, was by his nose print. Because there's, you know, other albino cats out yeah. there, right? Like his mom, Snowball, was pure white, yeah. but she had a pink nose. So yeah. he had this little, just, it, it was neat. Uh, that guy got around. Um, <laughs> my mom had an idea that Max should go and hang out with his brother. Now, he hadn't seen his brother in like seven years. So to think that he's going to remember his kittenhood brother and get along with him is just no. You don't put two alpha males in the same room, right? So to separate the cats, they stuck um, Max up in the bedroom. And uh, Max wasn't having it. So he went out the window onto the roof, climbed down onto the fence, and then walked home. It took him a week and a half, but then all of a sudden he shows up at home. And we're like, holy crap, where the hell have you been? Like, we thought he was gone. Like, after a week and a half, you're like, yeah, he's gone. No, he walked home. He was pissed off. He took his ball and he went the fuck home. <laughs> he's like, I don't care if you drop me off here. I watched you drive here, so I'm walking the fuck home. He probably followed the scent trail is what it was. But anyways, uh, about three months later, he left. And he was gone for three months. We ended up finding him in the pound. We had him uh, tattooed at the time because he was known for just fucking off, right? Like, yeah. if he didn't come in at night, it was like, oh, okay, well, he didn't come in at night. Um, but when Max's siblings were sold off, we ended up getting another cat from the pet shop so that we could possibly have kittens. And she was Matilda, and she was a Maine Coon. And this is like the biggest mother Maine Coon I've ever seen in my life. Um, she would clean your hair like Brody does, but she would take her nails, stretch out your hair, clean it, and then put it down, and then grab another strand, stretch it out, and clean it, and then put it back down. Um, she could say milk because she loved her milk. So every time you open the fridge, milk. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can have some milk. Um at one point, she's hanging out in the bathroom upstairs for the longest time. And every time someone comes into the bathroom and sees the cat, they go, hello. Well, she ended up saying hello back because she had heard it so many times. Like, oh, hello. Hello. It's like, okay. <clears throat> so Max and Matilda, they had, I think, like three litters. Uh, we had Max Jr. Um, he fell down the stairs. Um, he was, you know... That stereotypical, you know, oh, this one didn't quite cook all the way. You know, the cat walks a bit funny. He's, he, well, it's the runt, first off. But, like, there's just something ain't right about that boy kind of thing. You know? <laughs> uh, that was Max Jr. Like, he used to crap himself all the time. And he had the shits really young as a kitten. But he eventually grew out of it. But, yeah, I can't remember half the other names. But... Uh, we ended up getting fish. Everybody here has probably had fish. You don't, you don't remember fish, right? You do, but you don't. Um, no, I, that's my thing when it comes to fish. They're just, okay, they're just there to look at. Only one fish that I'll remember is when I got my first apartment and I had a feeling that I needed just another living thing around. So I ended up getting a beta fish. His name was Raiden. I had one of those too, yeah. So when it came to that kind of thing, when you got him just so that you can be around something else that's living, 
then you have that connection. But if you have like an aquarium with 27 guppies in it, who gives a fuck what their names are, right? Some people even feed those to bigger fish in the other aquarium, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah, my dad used to do them. He used to do aquariums. And I just remember him going, well, look at they Look how beautiful they are. And this, that. And they're just sitting there doing nothing. So like, eventually we take it. Hang on, hang on. Oh. You know, let's not like dish the fish. Um, dish the fish. Because mm. I'm... I, I love aquariums, right? My parents always had one. Uh, friends of mine have had one. And what I find most fascinating about them, if you actually really pay attention, if when you enter the room, they'll actually swim in a pattern in a certain way oh, yeah. that identifies they are intelligent. that individual. So it's like, you know, and the more they hang around the front or whether they're hanging at the back, it tells you how much they care or like or are interested in what you're doing. So it's... They, they are, in a way, you know, greeting you back and forth as you're walking around. So, yeah, just, you know, a buddy, fish. A, a buddy uh, of... No, I understand. I mean, I have a friend who had fish, and she said, oh, yeah, he would follow me back and forth. Yeah, I had a buddy tank. of mine. Uh, they had a great big salt aquarium tank. And you could get some really goofy fish that are salt-based, right? Like, in the salt water, right? And, like, you go up to the thing, and, like, the guy's you look at this fish and it's like, he's always interested in what you're saying. Like, <laughs> <can't see> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just glued. I know everybody can't see me at home, but I look like a doofus right now. <laughs> actually, half the people here probably can't see me. I think I might not be the only one with light on me actually. But where was I? So then we took in another stray cat and we ended up naming her mittens. So now we have Max, Matilda and mittens. And three M's. The th well, no, because I'm Matthew, my sister's Michaela, and my brother's Michael, so that was the original three M's, and then it went Max, Matilda, and Mittens. Oh, okay. That's where it came from. It came from us three oh, kids, okay. and yeah. then extended into the pets. Um, so Mittens had a unique voice. She sounded like she was smoking since she was seven. <laughs> like, when she meowed, it was like, Aah. it's like, oh... And then, like, sometimes, like, not like Dora did. Dora did, like, yeah. like cute little, yeah. no, hers was, <laughs> it's like, go get me the ashtray. <laughs> so she was something else, and she stuck around with, she was part of the original three. Uh, then one winter, we saved, uh, what are those cats that are usually, like, two-tone brown, long-haired, squished face? Persian, yeah. A long-haired Persian. Uh, they call them snooty cats. Yeah, the grumpy cats. Yeah, they yeah. look snooty. Like, they're like, look like, yeah, like, you are so beneath me. Well, we, we had one drowning in our pool in the middle of February. Oh, horrible. So we brought that cat in, and we named her Muffin, because she looked like a muffin, and we're carrying on the M's. Max Matilda Mittens yeah. Muffin, right? Muffins was a bitch. She stuck around for a couple <laughs> weeks, and then she was let out and never came back. We assume she went back home from where she was before she fell in our swimming pool. We had another cat by the name of Skittles. He was different because if you pet him normally from head to tail, he was black. But if you went backwards, he was white. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he was like a sequins pillow, but he was a cat. And uh, we went on vacation. He ran away trying to find us. We found him a week later across the street down the road, and he had been hit by a car. Aww. So, yeah, th 
he followed us home. He was a kitten and followed us home. And that's, he was the only one that got away from the M's. Maybe that was it. It was a curse for not being an M. Skittles didn't. Yeah, there's our squirrel. We might as well name him. We'll name him. We'll name him nuts. All I saw was a shadow over here. And I'm like, what is that? At least two up there. Yeah, at least two up there. Uh, So then my brother and I had hamsters. I had Marge. And my brother had Mr. Magoo and Mario. Uh, and Keeping with the M theme. And Mr. Magoo too. Because um, Max, the white cat, had a bad habit of eating them. Somehow he'd get into the cage, he'd pop the top off, or we'd be cleaning the cage, or the hamster got out. At one point, he took the hamster, went all the way downstairs into the basement, and then jumped up into the rafters of the floor. So then we had to try and get him down. I can't remember if we got him back, but my brother went through like two or three, whereas I always had Marge. Now, the first night I've ever seen baby hamsters is I'm laying in bed, and I hear... And I'm like, what the hell is that? It sounds like a squeak, but a harmonized multiple squeak. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe the hamster's making a noise. Maybe it wants, you know, food, water, whatever. So I get up, I check it. No, we're good. Lay back down, hear it again. I get up again. I'm like, okay, maybe Michael's hamster's doing it. So I check on his hamster. I'm like, no, he's sitting in his thing just chilling. Okay, I don't know what the hell's going on. So I'm like, okay, well, there's a pellet in that water or no I don't know it's filling one of the dishes and when I switched it out and put the new one in my hamster got up to go inspect what I just put in there I figured it was probably like a piece of lettuce or fruit or something I put in for her. she gets up and underneath her is 15 of the tiniest little things like not even the tip of my fingertip each one of these things and that's what the sound was was 15 of these little suckers that i don't know where she was keeping them she was chubby before yeah you know i don't know if you've ever seen them make a nest but they make a perfect circle it was it was one of those teddy bear hamsters so she was you know chunky but um no she lived to be like six oh they live a long time then eh? no they're supposed to live two and a half three years yeah Yeah. oh that's good yeah yeah took care of her then Oh, but then I was heartbroken when she died. Yeah. And they're like, it's just a hamster, man. I'm like, no, I have never seen well, a hamster be. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. That's my thing with him. I, you know, I do, do and think I'm animals the, are sentient. They, and they I'm pretty the well know about who they are. I'm the only person she didn't bite. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's my thing with them. They're just nippy little things. Yeah. That's why I'll never do another Pomeranian. Like Mario and Mr. Magoo, they both bit me. Yeah. But Marge, because she was mine and she was the one I was paying attention to more, she never bit me. I could hold her in my hands and yeah. walk around and, you know, we'd hang out and stuff. But yeah, so that's a lot of M's so far. <laughs> what the? Uh, we had a guinea pig. I have a oh. candle lit right there. Right beside oh. Coleman. We had a guinea pig named April. She was tan. She was a short haired, so she didn't look like a toupee. She looked like a guinea pig. <laughs> no, actually, we got April from my aunt, and it just happened. Her name was April. Yeah. Uh, I used to clean her cage, and while I was cleaning her cage, I'd put her outside with the top part of the cage over her, and she could nibble all the grass and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, she had ended up getting old enough that she ended up dying out there at one point. 
I was changing her cage and came back to put her back in, and she's dead. Yeah. You know. I had a guinea pig. Too. I had a guinea pig, but it's so afraid of me that I just I couldn't bond with it. Yeah. I felt horrible every time I was near it that it was so afraid of me. Because they are prey animals, right? So yes. I just like they were like, oh, terrified, and I just felt bad. So I gave it to a family in my building that their two little kids took care of it, and it lived for a long time with them. Yeah, it did really well, but I just felt horrible every time I went near it that I'm terrifying this little animal, right? Like, so Max, Matilda, and Mittens, when my mom moved to Hamilton, they went out to a friend's farm. And from what I understand, they didn't live very long after that, but they were already like 15 themselves, 16 themselves. One of them probably only had a couple days. She turned out to be allergic to fleas. Yeah. And they caused a lot of damage to her. I don't want to go into detail because it was kind of No, we had a cat that was allergic to fleas too. Yeah. So then when I moved here, (coughs) uh, my mom had moved here earlier and I moved years later. But when I moved here, we moved into a place downtown, and the guy that was living there, he had a dog and a cat, and his wife had just left him, and then after about two or three weeks, he got arrested, and then the wife showed up, picked up the dog, which was a Rottweiler, and it was even starting to be a little bit taboo at the time to have a Rottweiler, Yeah. Um, and she left the cat. So I wake up one morning and I hear the cat meowing through the wall. And that went on most of the day. And I'm like, okay, well, hopefully somebody comes and checks on this cat today. You know, like, she doesn't sound like she's in good health. Yeah. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm out front having a smoke. And I look over at my sister. I'm like, my heart can't take this anymore. And she's like, yep, go get her. So I jumped over the fence, kicked open the door, took the cat and adopted her. Yeah. Best damn cat I ever had. Awesome. You know, um, had her till she was about 11 or 12, and then she got a disorder where her intestines got all twisted and ended up passing away. Uh, Then after that, we got Kylo, wasn't it? Yeah, we got Kylo. He lived about (laughs) six months, nine months. Okay, I always say it was six months. Maybe it's because it still felt that short. We only had him for six. Okay, so he was nine months old. We only had him for six. Um, and he ate something or did something, and he got almost the same thing. Had to put him down. Uh, but then Sarah and I were both, no, we're not having another cat. That's it. We're done. You know, our heart can't take anymore. We've had two cats put down in, in less than a year. Yeah, so, you know. You lose one and you try and replace it with another one and then that other one dies too and it's like, okay, well, we're done. So uh, Sarah and I ended up getting married. You guys probably know this because I call her my lovely wife. Cause she... I don't know, you called Peter that earlier. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're trying to remember everybody's name all at the same time and not flub up and then end up flubbing up anyway. Um, so on my wedding day, I found a cat that looks exactly like Dora out front when I was saying goodbye to a couple of our guests and I picked her up and brought her into the backyard and went up to Sarah and I said, look who I found. And Sarah just started bawling. This cat looked like Dora in every single way. We ended up naming her Canada. And the weird thing about Canada is that we never saw her beforehand. We never saw her after, 
And when you looked at her and looked in her eyes, you never felt like you could trust her. So the way I feel it was is that Dora came back for that one day or a couple days, ended up staying a couple days, and then ended up disappearing. And the reason that the cat looked like you couldn't trust it is because the soul had gotten cloudy. It's able to come back this one time, but it's already been through God knows what. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Canada left, and that was the last we saw of her. Aww. But then we ended up getting Kylo. Or no, did we have Kylo already? We got Kylo after, yeah, we already passed Kylo. We got yeah. Lucy about two months later. Yeah, we got Lucy about two months later. The neighbors <laughs> brought it home. They found it on Barton Street, all covered in snow. Uh, the it was the summer. It was September. Was it? Oh, okay. I don't know then. Oh, maybe that's how we got Skittles. Yeah, that's how we got Skittles. He almost died in the snow. Um, But yeah, we got Lucy. Um, She was a suck from day one, pretty much. Well, no, she hated me because I snored and she ended up hissing at me because I snored too loud. <laughs> I think I already mentioned the one time on the sleepovers... <laughs> episode how i was at my friend's place and his hamster committed suicide yeah yeah when it comes to pets i i know pets um a lot of people tell me like for example colleen um what was her dog's name pippin, pippin yeah when i first met pippin they're like okay don't get down in his face don't look him in the eye and stuff like that and i'm like yeah the heck with that i get down on his on the floor i'm looking him in the face i'm playing with him and he's having a great time yeah and i'm like yeah i speak dog <laughs> like it's okay i got this you know he, he might be a grumpy old man to you but me and him will be fine you know well for example me and merlin peter you know i used to yeah no i get you roll around with him i was trying to play with her but she doesn't remember me from before so we're at uh, 10 minutes left. Anybody else got a funny animal story? Well, I'm just wondering, has anybody ever had lizards? Nope. No, I never have either. I always thought nope. about one. Never had a lizard. Yeah. Sarah won't let me. And no. Now, if I did, I'd probably yeah. get a bearded dragon. Well, they look supposedly like they're, they're probably be one of the best to start with is something like those. Yeah. Oh, we had newts. I forgot about the newts oh, we had. Newts. Yeah, we had newts. So close enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, his name was Ned, because he was a newt. Does anybody remember that cartoon, Ned's Newt? Yeah. 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 So it's really easy to cover a topic in an hour when you've... What do you mean when I did all of it? I sent it... Well, that's because I've had so many of them. Anything about... I, like, like, what do you think about, like, certain animals that shouldn't be pets? Oh, I yeah, like I just don't think people should have like snakes and like it's scorpions so... and tarantulas. And I'm just thinking, you know, just leave those out in the wild. I uh, went to school for animal cruelty investigations. Okay. There are so many pets that people should not be owning. I've been yeah. part of the prohibited animal list with the city of Toronto, just expanded it. It it's it's awful. Uh, my teacher actually used to work in the Toronto Pearson Airport, and she told us some uh, like undercover 
she told us some pretty horrific stories um you know people like the wildlife trade is 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 awful it is it's horrible rampant. it's out of control it's depleting. just like human trafficking too it's awful and even places like ripley's aquarium yeah takes their fish from the wild like they're not bred well i worked at marine land when I was a teenager, we lived in Niagara Falls. Oh. My father worked at... You're treading in very shallow water. Right now. <laughs> well, no, I'm actually... My thing is, is that I saw shit there. I worked there. I was a teenager. You're still treading in water. They and I was appalled. <laughs> but this guy has no frigging clue about an animal. He brought in some fish and put them in a, this... supposed to be in an aquarium that people were going to walk around... And there were alligators in that. And they ate the friggin' fish. And he spent how much money bringing this fish over that are rare <laughs> to have them eaten. And he was all pissed off that they eat them. I'm like, well, why would you put them in their aquarium with fucking alligators? My biggest, biggest pet peeve about owning certain species of animals. And I find this the most tragic thing is <clears throat> people who own birds, oddly enough, yeah, is because a bird, you take away their ability to fly. Uh, and you yeah, put I don't think people cage. should have birds either. You put a bird in a cage. How tragic yeah. is putting a bird well, in a cage? And parrots live in colonies of thousands of birds. Yes. To bring them out and take them away from that is totally against their nature. And I don't think, I don't think any simian animal should be, ever be a pet. Like any monkey or ape. Should not be a pet at all. No. There are animals that have come to us as lived amongst us. It's why we can have rats. Rats are domesticated. Dogs and cats. They've lived beside us. They grew up like they evolved beside us. Tigers, boa constrictors, tarantula scorpions, you know, whales. The thing with the province of Ontario is it's not a province wide ban on those types of animals. No, like exactly. big cats and stuff. Uh, so it's by municipality. So you can't own it, say, in the city of Toronto, but you can go to King City and own one. Yeah. And and to Peter's point hey. with your dear pig, which is, I loved listening to your story. I loved it. I used to work or not work, volunteer at a sanctuary and people would go online to buy, you know, pot belly or no, what do they call them? Uh micro pigs oh they, really yeah, which, yeah and yeah. they don't exist they don't exist so no. they would advertise them as micro pigs and people thinking they're getting these little tiny pigs and then they grow up to be a, a normal big pig yeah. and then they're like you know they just give them what up or you know oh, no the, no i completely understand. you know and uh so there's needs to be a lot of education and yeah pigs are so smart and people need to know if they're gonna have one like you said how you know because it's a problem people think oh a pig i'm gonna own a little wilbur it was so funny um the only way i can describe it is having a um um a teenager an angry teenager for 16 years when she became a friggin' adult right you know i would come into the room and she was doing something she knew she wasn't supposed to be doing she'd stop what she was doing she'd look at me she'd yell at me Right, she'd sit there and rawr, 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 and like give me this whole fucking lecture, right? Storm away, go to her bedroom, slam the door, 
And then I'm sitting there going, but I'm supposed to be giving you shit. <laughs> what the f happened here? <laughs> right? Like, ugh, right? And and like I said, it was you you lived with someone else. It was an actual like, wow, they are so there. Um, um, no animal, right? So far on my pet list, and and like Duncan and I are, are tight, man. I can I can talk to Duncan and whoa, right? Duncan and I can complete sentences. I know exactly what he's saying, when he's saying it, and how he's saying it. Everything that every movement, but. Kim Sao and I, um, we were a unit. We were hurt, and it's a whole different concept. But it's a different mindset, too. Yeah. So if you're not ready, right, you, and that's the thing, right? When I got Kim Sao, before I committed to Kim Sao, I did a whole bunch of research. I learned everything I could about what to do and what to expect. This thing lays into the heart. So, so it was like, when you're ready, and, and oh, the best part of it is, is that it was just so much, and it was always there, right? And I, I can't deny a moment of it. So great, but anyhow, don't get me going again. Right here we go. Ah, you brought her up. Yeah, it's like people like a boat constrictors, and all of a sudden they become twenty-five feet long, and it's like, oh, what do we do with it now? So my brother had tarantulas. But but hang on a minute. But and and I'm, oh. I know this is a challenging question, and I know that this is a really, really challenging question, but I'm the guy who had to pay, right? So I hear what you're saying about bow and constrictors and like blah, 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 and, and whales and, and, and everything, right? And I get that you want to draw a line, right? But then I got this problem with that line, because I had a pig, right? Uh, that line almost cost me my pig, right? It came that fucking close because of that line Fear and ignorance, right? And it was just a line because someone said it wasn't a right animal to have as a pet. Yeah. So uh, I got to be strong on this one because it's yeah. like I, I don't know where to put. I hear what you're saying about there's got to be a line, but we got to be really, really, really careful well, where we draw that line. I just know you, Peter, and you very much are this the fine line between things, right? Um, but uh, my uh, thing is, pigs also have lived beside us for thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> they actually, you know, the domesticated pig knows about people and growing up with that. I, when a tarantula doesn't have the brain capacity to bond, just doesn't have it. They don't have those hormones or anything that a mammal species would have. Alligators aren't going to bond with their, their owners. All right, all right, all right. So I'm hearing you, but now I'm going to throw two animals out to you, and and now now I'm going to bring in not a broad of this animal or that animal. What about animals who have shown a capacity to adapt to the existence of human beings? You're talking about pigs and the fact that they lived us yeah. for a million of years. Well, there's a huge fox problem in some of the places of the world because they are an urban animal, yeah. right? Rats, yeah. like sewer rats, are an urban problem, right? And they coexist. With humans. Yeah. Now, do we draw the line at them? Well, we already right? do, don't we? Though? We already do, mm -hmm. but, but you see yeah. what I mean, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. that line is a very weird place to go. Um, I think what we're more ta more or less talking about is the bringing in of, um, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Non, non Exotic animals. 
non-indigenous. Yeah, yeah. Let's say non-indigenous to our areas. We're talking like bringing in cobras, which are not obviously indigenous to Ontario or Canada. We're talking about bringing in lions and tigers. Same thing. Not yeah. like not part of our natural environment. So when you're talking about bringing in exotic animals, we're seeing an influx of these roadside zoos popping up just to pay. Yeah for feeding for these animals that shouldn't even be here yeah, and exactly. they're living in ultra cruel conditions yeah. and because what are you gonna do you can't have a tiger sitting on your couch during hockey in canada you know you and can't there are do people that. that have tigers that live in their house and they probably shouldn't but that's well, a smaller no, I mean, non if you can't create yeah. some kind of uh, especially for the exotic animals more of a um like an environment that's more habituated to them like what they're used to they're not going to adjust. They're not. They're not going to adjust, and they're, yeah. it's also causing problems because I don't like that tiger anymore. It's not longer a cute little kitten or a cub. So, yeah, whatever. And then now you have a problem, right? Yeah. And that happens. It may not necessarily happen with big cats, yeah. Yeah. but you see it all the time. People will just flush their snakes, or now you got snakes in the sewer system, or shit but, like that. But I, but I I do have a line, and I agree with you, Sarah. I agree with you hundred percent. And this is where I come down from the point. It's like. Um, you have to have this mindset that that animal is equal to you. And unless you are ready to give it, and when we talk about a lifestyle to fit its needs, like I'm sorry, right? I can fit a dog's need because of the fact that they've run with us so much and they are urbanized. I cannot fit a tiger's needs. A tiger has no concept of this. And I, in any reality, I may think I'm doing it right, I'm not doing it right. You see, so for me, that line is like very like wavy because like I'm moving my arm, but it's, 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 but it is there. I get what everyone is saying. And it's, so do you it's mean our, our the, first objection should be for the animal's needs first. Yeah. So you mean the line shouldn't be what you should have. It should be whether or not you are able to provide the proper things this creature needs to survive in a habitat that is most identical to the one it should be in in the wild. No, and basically, basically the idea, our job is not to bring, bring them to us. Our job is a way for us to view them without disturbing them naturally. So, no, we don't bring them into, into like little pools of water for whales, for example. We put us somewhere below water where we can go, ooh, look at the whales swimming by. Yeah. And not be yeah. disturbing their natural habitat. That's what I mean. The animals well, they do must be first them. in our consideration. I, I think that when it comes to, to, say, pigs, for example, right? I think a reason why a lot of mis like city municipalities have banned them is because not everyone's like... Most people that want the little micro pig aren't weren't like you that did your research yeah, exactly. and, and those people didn't but but again i can i i can look around my own apartment building or around this neighborhood and i can say say the same argument for a lot of the dog owners i'm seeing around right but as you said somehow right but but i do get you i do get you because we had our own problems right i i think you know if people wanted to own pigs in the city i think what could be beneficial is maybe if they put some sort of okay you can own the pig like maybe put like an application in that okay look i mm -hmm. want to own this pig if you go through 
but this is but this is where I'm going to go back to my one argument. Like I'm not saying that I was a good pig owner. As a matter of fact, I will tell you on record, in my opinion, I did her wrong. Period. But I I, I don't think so. But anyhow, anyhow, we won't go into that. But the key thing is, right? I wasn't correct because I brought her into the city. I didn't take her needs into consideration first, and I tried to bend what was her natural order. Right? I agree with the fact that pigs shouldn't be in the city. And I don't have a pig now for one reason. I don't live in the country with enough room to be able to give her the lifestyle she needs. Pigs need the room. Exactly. On, that's good on you, though. But other people don't other people don't get it right and so if they had a program where they could you know go to go and you do a course on how what they need you know pet pet ownership is actually very it's people don't think about the animal when they're getting the pet animal right they're thinking about their own needs only that's the problem we've had all these dogs that have been adopted during covid are now being dropped off to shelters because they go oh well we don't have time now what 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 yeah. What makes you think you could bring an animal into your life, a dog that's going to live 14, 15 years, and you could just drop it off? It's bonded to you. Yeah. Well, it's a of, horrible thing to do. One of the reasons why Matt and I don't have a dog, and we would love to have a dog, is A, our house is too small, and we have two cats, and we can't take care of them properly because we don't have the money for the vet bills. So yeah. until we can actually, legit, you, before you get any pet, make sure you can afford <laughs> it in the long run because it's a long commitment. Yeah. So that's why we don't have a dog. Dogs are expensive to take care of and keep up with all the shots and stuff every yeah, year. Yeah, and see, my dog, I only get him a rabies shot. My dog doesn't go outside. He doesn't like to go for walks, does he? Pippet's not one to go outside. He <laughs> dog has, on my I, I My dog is paper trained. Same with her shit. Yeah, it's, he's paper trained. So my other dog I always took out. And I was with somebody at that time, and we had the income to get his shots every year. Pippet, I don't, but I make sure he has his rabies. Yeah. And I do make sure, and it is expensive. I totally agree with you. Dogs are dogs more, are expensive. more expensive, expensive than cats, for And sure. my thing is I do the flea and tick because I just <coughs> know ticks are a problem. Yeah. I don't want a raccoon. I know I have raccoons in our backyard. We have skunks. We have a skunk family living under our back porch. I think they're fine. Just leave them where they are. Yeah. But I mean, so, like, Matt and I know responsibility-wise, and yeah. because we are educated in the fact we know how much pets cost, yeah. I'm not getting a dog for the sake of getting a dog. I'm, I'm not getting a dog, even though I really want one, is because I can't afford to take care of it. Well, we and don't have also, the space because I refuse yeah. to get a little dog. Yeah. So. And my and my thing is, I probably won't be able to afford to buy another dog because of the laws that have changed where you have to be certified if you're breeding dogs, right? Is that not correct? Uh, no. You have to be certified if you're breeding dogs. To breed dogs? Yeah. Because they want to stop the puppy mills, right? I like believe there is. Yeah, I think, yeah, right. I think I in Ontario you have to be dogs. certified if you're okay. going to do dog breeding. So, I mean, shit happens. People have a dog. It gets pregnant, gets out, gets pregnant, whatever. But yeah. you're going to be breeding dogs and selling them. And you can't just advertise on Facebook and and Craigslist. Yeah. They've stopped that too. So that just promotes puppy mills. So you're looking at a minimum of $2,000 for a puppy now. Yeah. If you want to buy a puppy. So unless you do a rescue, I probably I can't afford two thousand. I don't have two thousand dollars for a dog. Yeah, no kidding. So I'll never be able to. But again, I understand that. I love the puppy stage. Yeah. I went through it with two of my dogs. My dog Charlie, which was an awesome dog. He was a Pomeranian. He was a Chihuahua uh, Yorkie. Just the most adorable little guy. 
So we're at an hour, eight minutes, and I forgot the dogs. So we ended up picking up a dog at the pet shop because he was there for three months. His name was Nathan. I had a cousin named Nathan, so we changed it to Mitchell to go along with the other M's. Then mom's like, well, he's the only dog. We should get another dog. So she gets a Shih Tzu and names it Maggie to go along with the M's. Uh, Mitchell was a Bichon Freeze, and like I said, Maggie was a Shih Tzu. Uh, They had um, puppies, and we were calling them Frozen Shit. Yeah. Because, you know, Shih Tzu, yeah. I'm sure you get it. Then from there, things got weird because then we had Midnight... We had um, Mary. We had uh, oh god, the M's just kept going. Yeah. At, at the end of it, there was something like twenty six of us. You know, dogs, cats, and all alike, right? But yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed our coverage of pets. We love them all. Some of us love some of them a little more than we love some of the others, but they were all special. Peter didn't even touch on Valkyrie once. Valkyrie was one of his cats that oh used to run goodness, around. You're right. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry, Valkyrie. Don't oh, worry. Me. I, don't worry, Valkyrie. I got your back, and I never even met you. All right. Valkyrie Fury. Oh man, she should hear the story sometime about uh, how she took on the um, what are they called? Ferret. Oh yeah, Ferret. man, yeah. that was awesome. That's how she got her name. Yeah. She stood up to it as a kitten. <laughs> All right, everybody, you take her easy and be good to your pets, and they'll be good to you. Good night.